Hello again. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas, the host of the show. Today, we're joined by a very special guest. We've got Ariella with us, who is our intern currently, our marketing communications intern. Um, really excited to chat with you all today about how to respond to not just good Google reviews, because that's easy. Anyone can do that but how to respond to bad Google reviews that you get occasionally. Cause look, it happens. Not every customer is perfect. Not every customer is going to be nice. Some are going to twist the truth. And um, we're going to talk through some strategies that you can implement on how to respond to those reviews so that you don't look like a fool and um, yeah, just some best practices for that. So let's go ahead and dive in. Here we go. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Ready to dive in. Uh, before we get going, some general housekeeping items. First and foremost, uh, if you're listening to this show and you are enjoying it, please leave us a review on your uh, preferred platform, ideally Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We don't hate on Spotify people, but Apple Podcasts would be ideal. You can actually like type a review with that as well. So yeah, leave us a review if you enjoyed this show at all. Um, next thing with shoulder season on the horizon, summer's coming to a close pretty quickly. We know that contractors are going to begin thinking about their marketing for 2023. So if you are considering making a switch or possibly hiring a new agency, um, head down to the comment section and go ahead and schedule a 30 minute complimentary consultation call with us. We would be glad to take a look at your marketing, see what you can improve see what's going great. And um, yeah, we're here to help you out. So go ahead and schedule your time now, 30 minutes in, 30 minutes out. It's free, complimentary. And um, yeah, we look forward to hearing you. The last thing, uh, last housekeeping item, something we talked about last week. We've got fantasy football coming up this fall. If you enjoy fantasy football, which I know a lot of you do, Head over to rivaldigital.com forward slash fantasy and register today. Would love to have more people in the league. I think we're getting pretty close to maxing out on teams. So be sure to go ahead and register your team today. The stakes are incredibly low. So do not expect a huge payout on this league, but it's going to be fun. Um, and we would love to have more company join us. So without further ado, Ariella, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you, Eric? I am fantastic for a Monday. Great. So for those of you all listening out there, Ariella uh, is on the Rival Digital team. She is currently our marketing and communications intern. She oversees a lot of stuff, uh, kind of has her hand in a lot of different things going on around here. But one of those things in particular is responding to Google reviews. And you know, as we continue to you know, pick up more clients here at Rival Digital, the amount of reviews that we respond to on a daily basis continues to increase. And Ariella is the one that, uh, responds to a lot of those. So Ariel, if you don't mind, go ahead, introduce yourself for all of our listeners out there and tell them a little bit more about you. 
Hi, I'm Ariella, and I'm currently a senior at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas, and I'm studying strategic communications and general business. Awesome. So how it's been what, probably four, four months or so now, four or five months since you've been on the team? I started June, the very yeah. first week of June. Yeah. So we're coming right up on, you know, three months. Wow. Time's flying, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. So we're talking about Google reviews. Um, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, good Google reviews are, are the easiest to respond to. So let's just knock those out of the way first, because a lot of people, they see a good Google review and they, they might take it for granted because they're just like, oh, that's another good Google review. Okay. Um, so let's just talk about responding to good Google reviews first. Like what, what does that look like? Yeah, um, for our clients, when I'm responding to a good uh, Google review, I try to personalize the message, like, for example, use their name and um, just really uh, read the uh, review and then just personalize it, basically, just make them feel heard and important, basically. Yeah, because, you know, that's leaving a review, especially in the heating and air conditioning and even in plumbing when they have service provided to their home, it's usually not something that they were wanting to have done. Like their AC is not working and they had to bust open the checkbook and, and, and bust open the piggy bank and get that AC fixed. And so for them to leave a good Google review speaks volumes about not only the level of service that you offered, but your company as a whole. And so I think it's great to, yeah, you know, just read over the review, read it back to them. You know, if they say, um, Mike was great. He was here in a timely fashion, got everything fixed right away. He was super friendly. You could respond in a way that's just honestly just repeat it back to them. Hey, customer, we're so glad to hear you had a great experience with Mike. We're, you know, proud to offer timely experience, or, you know, timely repairs and replacements and um, glad that you had, you know, such a great experience with our company. Thank you for your business. And then you can even personalize it and put your name. I've seen some people do that. You don't have to do that. Um, but you know, if you are the owner of the business responding to the review, it does add a little personal touch to, to say your name on there as well. Um, so obviously good reviews are the easiest, Yeah. but bad reviews, not so easy. And we've got four, four or five tips here to uh, share with you all. And if you're watching live on Facebook, down in the comment section, there's a blog article if you are listening to this later in the future, there is a link in the show notes where you can go read that blog, but we're going to tell you about them today. So you might not even need to read it. So Ariella, walk us through a bad Google review. How do you respond to something like that? Yeah. Okay. So for me, the first step would be to acknowledge that review in a timely manner. So as soon as possible, you know, you have to show that urgency and this lets the customer know that you truly care about what they have to say. Um, and then for the second step, I would contact the customer privately. And then this not all this not only lets them know that, you know, you have to verify the authenticity of the claim, but it also allows space for further clarification of the issue. And this is a perfect opportunity for you to build that one-on-one -on -one relationship with the customer. And then for the third step, I would provide a solution. Something very important is um, do not lead with the negative. So basically don't mention what you can't do 
always mention with or always mention what you can do for that client. So provide a logical um, solution for them. And then during this time, I would also provide a logical compensation. And this will kind of like incentivize the customer to come back in the future and give that business a second chance. And then finally, for the step number four, you will want to follow up with that customer and ensure that satisfaction was granted. Just make sure that they're happy, basically. Yeah. And this is why it's so important for your technicians when they're out running these calls to document as much as possible. So if your technician is on the job site and, and I'm only hitting home on this because the past two or three weeks, you know, we had Adam from XOI, we had Jennifer from BDR, then we had Ray from Schedule Engine. And we were talking about running service calls, the customer experience and kind of an underlying trend and theme on all of those was you need to be documenting the jobs that you're on. So rather that means you're using XOI technologies or company cam, something that you can document. Say you get there and there's a cracked heat exchanger or there's you know ripped air ducts or something like that. It's important to be documenting all the things that you're finding so that when you're providing solutions for customers, they know and they've seen it is logged in your service Titan account uh, and they know that those options were presented to them. Because a lot of times when you get a bad review, it's going to be because you went over there, you did some type of repair or service for their system, and your technician may or may not have told them, hey, I found you know a lot of your ducts have been chewed up by a rat, or there's inefficiencies in your system because it's 10 years old, might need to get replaced, whatever it may be. That's going to be what you get your bad review on. So having that stuff documented is going to not only cover your butt in that case, but... Um, it'll help when responding to these reviews because you can go back into your CRM and look and see, okay, um, technician said that this was wrong with the system. He communicated these options to the homeowner, homeowner declined service, um, or uh, it was something we didn't find. And then you could offer to go back out and do a free diagnostic or something to check it out. Um, but having that documented is going to really save your tail there because if a homeowner goes back behind your work and they find something, they're going to write a bad review about it, especially if they weren't satisfied with the service. Yeah. Um, and so with, with reviews, and this is something that we talk about a lot around here is that, you know, the review section of any online listing, Google, uh, Facebook, home advisor, Yelp, wherever it is, better business bureau, that's 100% a spectator sport. Like that's what we talk about around here a lot is, it's a spectator sport. People go there and they're just reading comments. And I think I, I had mentioned in the description for this video when I was doing my research that the average consumer reads up to seven reviews before they make a decision. And how you handle those reviews is going to make or break your ability to earn that business. And like, I don't know about you earlier, but like I think about myself even when I'm shopping on like Amazon, Totally, totally. <laughs> I see a product I like. I, I did it yesterday. I was buying, um, I was buying a new surge protector for my house, like a new outlet or whatever. And the like, I already saw the price, and I was like, eh, the price is whatever. I went straight to the reviews, and I see there's you know two thousand reviews, 
I didn't even read the good reviews. I just clicked on the one star reviews because I wanted to see what the people had to say bad or negative about this product. And so that's where you can really get yourself in trouble is if you leave those unresponded to. Totally. And I feel like nowadays for online stores, it's kind of like the main um, thing that people will look at the reviews. Like for example, me, I love Amazon like prime. I will order weekly and their reviews are basically the break, make it or break it. That's what makes me decide if I will buy that product or not. So it's very important. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I think there's some psychology behind it too. Like, if you have 600 reviews and they're all five stars and then I look at someone, you know, the next contractor and they've got 600 reviews and it's 4.7, I'm going to call the person with the 4.7 because I, I feel like most people don't actually believe it. If you have a perfect five star rating. Right. Yeah. That's true. They just don't believe it. And so having those negative reviews, a lot of people freak out about this. Like in, in a lot of these Facebook groups and stuff, people are like, oh, I got this negative review. How do I get rid of it? And the advice that I would share to you, if you're listening to this right now and you got a real negative review, not you know spam, not a disgruntled ex-employee, but you have a truly pissed off customer who is not happy with you, is to handle it like a grown up and respond to them, tell them you're sorry, tell them that you're going to try to make this right, you know, explain, like you were just saying, what steps you're going to take to correct this action. Um, And then just handle it and make sure that the customer is happy again. Because guess what? If you go and handle that, the customer is going to change the review, especially if you ask. It might not be a five-star review. They might change it to three or four, but it's still better than a one-star review. Totally. Yeah. I've definitely seen that with um, our clients. Initially, the customer will leave in a bad review. And then because of the great service that we provide, then they will go back and edit the initial review and then, you know, explain further and say, so this was the issue, but it's been resolved and they've been great help. So I'm giving them a better rating. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they're kind of, they act with emotion when they see this stuff. And with, probably 98% of the contractors listening to this right now, you most likely have an automated review link that goes out. So like the job's done, the review link goes out. If that customer's not like super happy, then you're going to catch them at a bad time. You're going to get a bad review. But when you respond to it in a, just take a human approach to it mm-hmm. and they'll kind of see like, okay, maybe, I acted a little, you know, they started thinking maybe I was a little irrational, you know, they're offering to help fix it. They'll change the review nine times out of 10. But if you don't respond because you're, you know, you think that's BS, that's that customer was just a bad customer. They were breathing down my neck the whole time. That one star review is just going to live there forever with no response. And it's going to make you look bad. True. So let's talk about, and I didn't really prompt you for this. So I apologize in advance, but I know this is something that you can talk on. Um, let's talk about things you can do with your good reviews once you've gotten them. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that comes to mind for me is I know for our clients, we try to create graphics and kind of like promote those good reviews that we get on our social media platforms. So that's definitely a great way to put out like the good word, because I feel like word of mouth is super important when it comes to marketing. 
-hmm. So that's one great way to like one good thing to do with our positive reviews that we get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can even, so like absolutely turn those into graphics and there's, I know there's like some automated services out there that do it. Like bird eye will automatically share it. But like, I think taking that good review and putting it on, you know, Facebook and Instagram is, it's just easy content. You can do it, make a routine of it. Like, like, like we do, we do that testimonial Tuesday. And I know a lot of contractors do that because it's, you know, it's great, easy content that you can plan for months in advance. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. And then also like, if you have customers that are just like raving fans, like they just can't get enough of you, ask them if they'll do a video testimonial like that that would be pretty solid too, because you can put that on your YouTube channel. You can put that on your website. Um, and it's just a great way to share it. Yeah, for sure. And I think also when we post those positive reviews to social media and then we reply to them, like under the caption, maybe there's a chance that that customer that left the review will see it and they're going to feel good about themselves. Yeah. Cause they, they feel like they're featured. Right. And they're being heard. So mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, other than, let's see, sharing it on Facebook, social media in general, the reviews are are great. Obviously, I wouldn't recommend sharing bad reviews, um, but there is something to be said about, and I'm looking for this right now on our site, because I feel like we've talked about this before on one of our blog posts, is finding finding a customer who had an initial negative experience and then turned into a positive experience and then talking about that as well. Because they, like we said earlier, they might not always believe it. Do you think that would be something that contractors should, should take advantage of? Um, definitely. I think it could turn into a good thing just because you are showing other customers that you are proactive and that you're actually willing to fix the issue and that you don't just ignore the negative reviews. So I think that could be a positive approach to it. Yeah. Probably wouldn't want to do that like every time, no, but right. like every once in a while. And I've seen, I've seen video testimonials out there before of companies who have done this where it's like the person who said, you know, I was a little apprehensive at first or maybe at first I wasn't super pleased because like X, Y, and Z happened, but then they responded, they were like really communicative and they answered all my questions and made, and they made right with what had gone wrong. And like, this is why I'm so happy now. And I feel like that would just, that would go a long way for sure. Right. Yeah. And like I said before, or like you mentioned, it's good that we're taking like a human approach and it's not like an automated thing. Um, just because people like to talk to people and at the end of the day, these reviews are all feedback and then it's for us to learn from them. So, yeah. So one thing I would, I forgot to mention earlier uh, when it comes to negative reviews is. All right. So you get the negative review, but. I would say probably hands down. So obviously the best thing you can do is just take a human approach and be like, thank you for taking the time to review us. Uh, this is the example we have on our site. We are deeply sorry to hear about your negative experience and are working hard to prevent this from happening again. We have sent you a direct message to break down the costs associated, you know, 
very, you know, human, straightforward, honest answer. The worst thing you could possibly do in this situation is argue with them. And we see this sometimes because, you know, all of our contractors have access to their Google My Business. Obviously, they own it. But, um, you know, every once in a while, and it's natural, you know, for the business owner to want to, like, defend their business um, to go on there and just start arguing with the customer. What, what kind of, like, what kind of tone does that set for your business if you argue back with them? Well, it just makes them feel like you have something to hide or maybe you just want to be right. So definitely not a good tone. I think it's always um, important to keep in mind that um, to keep that customer is always right mindset. But at the same time, just be careful with, you know, what they're saying, because you're also wanting to pretend your uh, protect your brand. So mm-hmm. I would say definitely um, be very passive about it and acknowledge everything they're saying, but also try to get your point across and hopefully they will understand and hopefully they'll, they'll be willing to, you know, listen to you. Yeah. And and so something I've seen and I'm sure, you know, some of the folks out there who may be listening, have seen this as well is there'll be a bad review come in the owner will go on there and argue back and say like, ah, oh, you're full of crap. That's not what happened. Here's what happened. We offered this to you and you declined it. And now your system's messed up and blah, blah, blah. And then what the customer's going to do, like that's not the end of it. A lot of people think like that's the end of it. No, the customer's going to go back and they're going to edit their review and put an update and be like to respond to this past <laughs> update. Right. And then they're going right. to go back and start arguing back with you. And so now instead of resolving the bad review and turning it into a positive experience for that customer and future customers, you're now arguing on Google Right. where, uh, what, what's that number that we talked about last week, 216 billion searches a day. Right. So, uh, or something like that. It's, it's 56,000 a second. Are right. Done. So um, we're going on Google the number one place in the world where people go to search for business and you're in there arguing with your customers like a fool. Right. It doesn't look good. (laughs) Not at all. So, all right. Uh, So we've talked about how to respond to Google reviews, bad and good. Ariel, what are some other tips or advice that you would recommend for uh, contractors out there who might be wanting to either get more reviews or um, find ways to, you know, respond to the reviews they already have? Yeah. um, Well, I would say to get reviews, if you're a small business and you're just getting started, I would say encourage your clients or your customers to leave a review. It doesn't hurt to ask, but also enter the field with the mindset that you have to make your services slash product so hype worthy and so good that everyone's going to want to share their experience. So always keep that in mind. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like a lot of people are afraid to ask, like just that's it. And that's even something that we've kind of been joking about lately because um, recently on some of our client check-in calls, I've been asking our clients if they would leave us a Google review for like rival digital. And I was like, you know, I've been preaching this to the choir for the past year and 10 months now about asking your customers for reviews. And we've like never done it. And the very first client that we asked, they were like, sure. 
and they lowered yeah. the next one like two minutes later. And we're like, oh, that was easy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you know in your heart that you have done whatever you possibly can to, you know, provide a service or a product really good, then it shouldn't hurt to ask. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. So moral of the story is uh, ask for those reviews always use some type of automated follow-up for reviews. Um, Respond to every review, good or bad, especially bad. Um, And then the four-step breakdown, acknowledge the review, contact the customer privately, provide a solution, and then follow up with them to make sure that everything was, was good to go. So, all right. Well, Ariella, this was great. I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast today. No, oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, the time flies by when you uh, when you hop on here, right? It really does. Wow. Yeah. It's been like 30 minutes almost. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of times we'll have, you know, we'll have, the time varies each episode. Like, we've had some where we've talked for like an hour and a half before. And at the end of it, I was like, just like, holy crap, we just talked for an hour and a half. Um, but yeah. yeah, this is, this has been a really helpful episode. Um, yeah. I really hope that some of our listeners out there got some value out of it. If you did let us know. Um, and then also if you need help wrangling in some of your reviews, if you've got dozens and dozens and hundreds of reviews that have never been responded to, um, let us know. That's kind of what we do around here. So we can answer your reviews. We can manage your Google business profile. Um, and I think we're a pretty good team. So Ariel, would you say that we're a pretty decent team to work with? I think we're decent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So pretty decent, I'd say. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Ariella, thank you so much for joining me um, on the podcast. Of course. Thank you. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into another episode. Um, couple of closing announcements. We will be at Service World Expo 2022 in Tampa, Florida. So if you'll be there, uh, come see us at booth 313P. That's 313P. We'll be right next to Service Titan. You probably can't miss us. So really hope to see you all there. We'll be there. We'll be at a few other shows in the fall, um, but that's the first one that is coming to mind. So we'll, we'll have Service Nation on the podcast here in a few weeks to talk about the event. And um, yeah, really looking forward to trade show season so we can get out there and start seeing you all in person again. Ariella, it was great chatting with you on the podcast. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're an HVAC contractor in need of digital marketing services, contact us today at www.rivaldigital.com.